We the best music. Another one. Another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. Celebrate for the ones we lost. Yeah. Celebrate with the ones we got. Welcome back, No Clue Podcast, episode 56. We were gone for a second. 56 episodes. I know, man. (laughs) Yeah, yep. It's getting crazy. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Mike. I'm Tyler, we're here. We got a lot to get into today. (laughs) Yeah. We had a slow couple episodes, not that much to talk about last few weeks. Yeah, we got a lot, especially music, so... Uh, the hour fast forward to the hour if you want to hear just music so today yeah. all right where are we starting man lamar odom <laughs> well the more i thought about it the more I, the less i like have to say about it <laughs> i just think it's insane that uh he could actually get away with that for for those who don't know uh he has a memoir coming out i believe um <laughs> and he, he that's, that's crazy i don't know i think so uh-huh. but in it he says that he used a fake like penis <laughs> to pass the drug test in, for the 04 olympics darkness to light a memoir by lamar odom <laughs> 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 that's a great name <laughs> That's crazy, uh, but man. It is. Dude, I saw that in, um, uh, I don't know, for those who don't know, the show Blue Mountain State. It was a show from years ago. I think it got canceled, but right, it was like so. a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, about like a, fo- like a bunch of football players who were like fucking around in college. Yeah. And literally, they did that to pass a drug test at one point. So <laughs> yeah, for him I- to actually find a way to do that in real life. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insane. Especially think, like, how many years didn't make it or didn't go because they didn't want the drug test. Like Amari oh. Stoudemire was supposed to go, remember? And yeah. He refused to take the drug test. Yeah. How many years did Lamar like play on drugs? I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to know when his drug, his drug, uh, drug Odom started. Because ain't no, ain't no way he just like did drugs all summer. Then the season started and he just he quit everything. Yeah, like there's no way. But at the same time, they do do a bunch of random like searches or checks. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'd I, be surprised if Kobe would let guys let guys be on coke. Like I feel like Kobe would be, would crack down on that. <laughs> But Lamar Arnold was hoping for the Lakers, too. That's the craziest part. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, he was. So if he did that on Coke, he would have been a fucking <laughs> Hall of Famer without that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no. But I don't really have anything else to say. I, I just thought it was a funny story. It is. It's crazy. It's uh, crazy. Good good selling method to, to get your book out there. Right. He was six man of the year his last year on the Lakers. 
That's crazy. Oh, uh, 2010, I think? 2011. Oh, 11? That sounds about right. Yeah, he was really... He got better as their front court, like, got worse. Right. But I wonder why he left the Lakers the year he won sixth man of the year. I don't remember. Well, wasn't there a big deal? Yeah, like he didn't want to leave. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that's when it all started falling apart for him. He got traded, then he didn't want to play in Dallas. I don't think he didn't want to play wherever else he went. Yeah, and then he just kind of flamed out of the NBA. Oh, it was because of the Chris Paul trade. That's what it was. Oh, he was going to be in the Chris Paul trade. So, Odom and Houston. Wait. the It says Odom was traded to the Mavericks uh, f- for a first-round pick in a trade exception after Commissioner Stern vetoed a proposed three-team trade that would send Odom and Kevin Martin, Scola, Dragic to the um, Hornets and then CP to the Lakers and Pau Gasol wow. to the Rockets. That actually wasn't a bad trade. That wasn't a trade worth vetoing to me. Yeah, Everybody we talked about it. made out well. The Hornets having Dragic, Kevin Martin at that time was fire, and Lamar yeah, Odom. Bucket. Yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Let's go to the <laughs> the important stuff: the playoffs. Uh, which series? The one that's over or the, the one that's, one that's should be over soon? much to say about the one that's over, really. I mean, surprise, My surprise. My God, blow a fucking lead three times in a row. Surprise, surprise. You wasted, bro, I don't think Myers Leonard is ever going to play as well as he played yesterday. He hasn't, he never scored that many points in his life. Not even in college. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> no, he's not. So they had to game. have that game. It doesn't. I mean, it didn't really matter. Honestly, I mean, the if Warriors, they won the game, it was just a inevitable. Yeah, I mean, Iguodala wasn't playing. Yeah. You know, but you just the Warriors are so much better as a team than the Blazers are. Right. I, clearly, like there's a stretch. In every game where, like, the Warriors just turn it on defensively and the mm-hmm. Blazers can do nothing. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, truly, if you let anyone beat you except for Lillard, the games, you, you they can't win. When Lillard scores a lot of points, the Blazers usually win games. But if Lillard yeah. can't score, the Blazers, they can't win. Plain and simple. It's, especially against the top-tier teams. Right, and, and you know they could steal it. a game from the the Nuggets, but yeah, and look at it. You take Durant off the Warriors, they're still fire. They still swept, you know, the third seeded team. If you take Lillard off the Blazers, they wouldn't make the playoffs. It would have been thirty point games if Lillard t- was completely not in the game because he still was like getting right. nearly <laughs> ten assists a game. Yeah, yeah, and. I mean, clearly the team just sucks. The Portland, the Trailblazers are just overall garbage. Plain and simple. If they, they come back with the, changes. yeah, if they come back with the same roster next year, I'm doing the same thing I'm doing to the Rockets, ignoring them. Yeah, for sure. 
Because the way that these teams are right now, they're not. They're never gonna beat the top contenders. They need to hire a different GM, a different coach. Um, they need to just shake up their management. I think if they don't get anybody, because clearly something is not right. Because these guys, I mean, I would want to play with them. I don't see why a star wouldn't want to play on the team. But they have have had the same team for three years, and the best people they add are like the other team's scraps. Rodney Hood, he wasn't even playing in the beginning of the year for the Cleveland, yeah. and he's the only one <clears throat> that probably played well consistently as a bench player. Right, you know, about as consistent as he can. Right, Seth Curry was barely in the league. He was in and out of the league, G League. I mean, they're adding people's garbage to the team and, you know, making the best they can with it. But, you know, you can't keep doing that. You're not going to win with other people's trash. That's not yeah. It's not the one man's trash is another man's treasure thing. They got to get rid of Evan Turner. Oh, if sure. anything, free up the fucking cap room. My God. Yeah. Bro, at this point, his peak is like 12 points and 4 assists. Like, you're paying $25 million for a guy who can't get you more than 12 points? 12 points is a great game for him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's pathetic. Not a good game, a great game. Myers Leonard just dropped 30. He's getting paid like nothing. <laughs> right. Evan Turner is a guy who people expected to be this great role player, like this playmaker. That's what I feel like that's what they saw in him when they paid him. Like, oh, we got a guy who can make plays, take the pressure off a of dame at the time and but you know he's later never on. He's done that in the league. He's never been consistent at it. He's he, he did it for Boston for like half a season. He's pretty much a bust to me as a number two pick. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I did want to play this clip though. The, did you see the clip of Myers Leonard talking in the post game? For, no. For Damian. No. But it, this just shows the leadership of Damian Lillard compared to, you know, the people we've talked about who lack leadership, <clears throat> um, the Kyries and everything. But this is this is it, I think. Huh. If I can find it. Together seven years. Oh, yeah. And so they basically asked Damien about the game, and uh, Myers Leonard felt the need to butt in. And for anyone who thinks that, you know, he wasn't productive or he should have made more shots or he should have scored more, go watch the film. They throw a lot of bodies at him. Even if he gets blitzed, like he said, he's getting downhill. There's guys on the help side that are – essentially saying, Damian Lillard, you are not going to beat us. So uh, I just want to make sure the naysayers know how much of an impact he has, how great of a leader he is, and his willingness to find the next man and count on them to make a play. And uh, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, let me replay it so you can hear how he kind of butted into it. I'm going to critique mm-hmm. myself off of that, but I think overall I had a great postseason. Hang on, man. Let me just say something real quick. <clears throat> Damon and I have been here t- together seven years, and I study a lot of film. And for anyone who thinks that you know he wasn't productive or he should have made more shots or he should have scored more, go watch the film. But yeah, 
you, you know, um, that shows leadership when your big man is willing to butt into your question to make sure everyone understands how important you are to the team. And, I mean, you don't see that a lot in the league for guys like Damian, who clearly Damian didn't play amazing. But, um, you know, it, the team recognizes that they need Damian. That's the point. A lot of teams don't even recognize they need their star point guard. The Celtics don't really recognize they need Kyrie. Right. Rarely. I, I think there's uh, – and somebody somebody said this on a TV show somewhere. I don't remember where I saw it. But if you look at the four teams that were left coming into the conference finals, mm-hmm. every star player is no no drama, no issues off the court. No issues with, you know, how he handles the media. There's none of that. It's just focused on basketball. Yeah. And, I mean, there's it's not an accident that these four teams made it to the conference finals. No, you're right. You're definitely right. And leadership plays a huge part in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No off-the-court antics with these guys. I mean, really, the whole teams. Draymond is probably the only person in the playoffs still that has, like, a lot of issues. No one else in the whole playoffs has any off-the-court antics. Yeah, but I can forgive one of those players, like a Draymond, if if you surround him with great leadership. Right, for sure. And and the Splash Brothers, whatever you want to... I know they've choked in the past, and they were choking early in the fucking playoffs, but... Like they're great leaders. Oh yeah, yeah. And it just it makes Draymond that much better. I mean, Draymond looked like a guy who you want to pay a lot of money to in this in this series. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he had two triple doubles in four games. Yeah, great. He he played amazing in this series. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not worried about them next year, no matter what happens, right. as long as Clay stays. I'm. I don't really care who else they get. If Steph and Clay are there, they're a favorite to win again. Yeah, and, and Draymond, they're—I I think they're—they're they're definitely a favorite. Um, they're def- I feel like it's—I can't imagine them losing. Well, I guess if you include Cousins, two out of the five guys. You know what I mean? Like they're—they're they're gonna keep three. Yeah. At the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting, but yep, <sighs> I think the three has to be Clay, Steph, and Draymond, though. Or yeah, man, they have to pay Clay. Yeah, yeah. Because Clay with them is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Without them, I I think it's bad for both teams if he leaves. You mean for Clay and who and the Warriors? Warriors, yeah, because yeah. I don't know if there's another guard. Who could fit with Steph the way he does? Yeah, who's willing to do what he does? Yeah, right. Like Clay's a guy. Yeah, he could get you, you know, thirty and a quarter, but he's also a guy who's willing to not really score at all and just lock up. That's the key because they can get someone who can do what he does on offense, but on right. defense and the willing to sacrifice that's the that's the thing him willing to sacrifice is something that is not easy to find because they could get booker to do what he does on offense right hit shots you know get hot in a in a hurry <laughs> beal 
any you know any of the shooters that can hit right, open right. threes consistently, they can get those guys. But to say you know what, I'm cool with just getting ten, Steph getting fifty, and me, my man, not getting twenty. You know that's 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 what Clay gives you, and be quiet about it. Right. I mean, I've never heard Clay complain about anything. That's why I was shocked. Remember the report? I think it was Stephen A. Smith or somebody was like, he's tired of the scraps. Yeah, whatever. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? He thrives off the fucking scraps. Yeah, he does. But it's, I mean, it'll be interesting to see because we don't really know much about him. So maybe right. he is motivated. Like he wants to be a more of a focal point, more of a star player. It's not going to happen. Because <laughs> he's... Like we were just saying about Beal and Booker, he's not as good as Beal and Booker on offense to be the no, star player. Right. And if he has to play defense the whole game and he's the go-to guy on offense, I don't see him. Yeah, I don't think he can handle that. Right, he's not as effective. He plays defense now because he's the third option on offense. Um, And most of his shots are he, I mean – Name any star player that could possibly go a game and only dribble 11 times. Anybody. Shit. I don't, I don't think there is one. Exactly. It's, it wouldn't work. And that's his game. And you can do that as a star player. No way. You get doubled after he gets 30 or 25. If he gets 18 and he's on a terrible team, he's getting doubled for the rest of the game. Just like Lillard I think- did. If if they guard him like they guard Steph a lot of the time, mm-hmm. I think it'll limit him a lot. Right. Like jump all the screens, uh, switch if they need to. And they don't and even guard this... Steph as hard as they could because Clay's right. there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And if they guarded him like they guard Lillard, how he wouldn't get anything. Yeah, he probably wouldn't score. <laughs> He'd have a donut in a couple of the games. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, you got anything else to say about the this series? Um, it's pretty uneventful. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I I do want to. McCollum could have been better. I know a lot of people are shitting on Lillard, uh, yeah. but McCollum shot poorly in a number of the games, and he didn't get guarded the way Lillard did. No, I haven't I just seen thought... anyone get guarded the way Lillard did in a long time. Yeah, like um. Really just hardened when CP was out, was getting guarded like that. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, but if your game is making tough shots, you know, and, and you're going to go on social media after hitting a game winner and say the defense was trash, uh, you got to be able to hit tough shots against better defenders. And he right. he struggled to create shots for himself against Iguodala, against Clay, against Draymond. Yeah. So he's got to be a little bit better. But, uh, I mean, again – with that with that roster they can only be so good. Yeah, it really comes down to personnel at the end of the day for the Trailblazers. I mean, this just last night Lillard had 28 and 12, Leonard had 30 and 12, McCollum had 26 and 7. I mean, any game where you see three players doing that, you would assume the team won. Right. But then you look at the rest of the starting five, zero from Aminu. Five from Harkless, one from Seth Curry, four from Evan Turner, seven from Rodney Hood, six from Cancer, and two rebounds from Cancer. That's inexcusable. 
Right. So, I mean, what can you do with that? Nothing. When Zach Collins is your next leading scorer after... You after get the... you get swept when that happens, and we just saw it happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Looney had... Kevon Looney would be the fourth leading scorer and the first leading rebounder on Portland last night. He did have a double-double, right? Yeah, he had 12 oh and 14. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What was Cantor or whoever? It was, what were they doing? Cantor only played 13 minutes, I guess because he was hurt and because he hasn't eaten in 20 hours or whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, they didn't really need him with Myers Leonard playing the way he did. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> Myers Leonard was hitting threes. We yeah. needed some rebounds. Somebody needed to be in the paint. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. By the way, I didn't get a chance to ask you. Did you think the, um, what was it, game two or three, when Lillard got stripped by Iguodala? That uh, at the foul? end? Yeah. Um. Well, I'll say this. I think Lillard gets fouled a lot more than they call. I think he probably gets fouled. Like, they let fouls go for Lillard more than any guard I've seen in the playoffs this this year. But I don't think that one was a foul. Yeah, I agree. But I think that other... I think there's some point guards that could have drew that as a foul. I think Steph... I think they might have called a foul for that if that was Steph. Or Harden. Yeah, I mean... I like... Because uh, Lillard tried to pound and kind of push off slightly to get separation. Yeah. And I just think Iguodala was waiting for it. He was, yeah. Iguodala that's why he's such a great defender. Right. Yeah. He might he's one of the best greatest playoff defenders ever at this point. I think he's um this year has given given him that title to me. I mean you got Rodman, um Pippen. He's become like a Iguodala has become a Bruce Bowen with a little more offensive like punch. Yeah. Well, significantly more because he could create plays for others, but <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, he's be- he's a lot better than Bruce Bowen, but yeah, I agree, yeah, because yeah, I I can see that. But his role has just kind of become hit open shots and get stops. Yeah, similar sweet. to what Bowen did. Yeah, you're right. And at least Iguodala doesn't fucking <laughs> kick people in the face. <laughs> That's I was gonna go there, but I was I was letting you rock. <laughs> I was gonna be like, but Iguodala isn't like as dirty as Bowen. But I was yeah, like, that was still one of the wildest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Bowen was a maniac, man. Iguodala is a lot smarter than Bowen as a player. Yeah. yeah. Bowen just looks smart because he had Popovich. Um, and Bowen was allowed to be a lot more physical. You know, now I don't think he'd get away with all that stuff. No. Bowen would be kicked out of the league now. Right. All right. Uh, anything else about the Warriors? In the... Is Steph the best point guard in the league? Yeah. he's He has been. To me. I agree. I agree. I don't think he's ever stopped. I mean, he's. I think he's top five in the league. Any way you look at it, honestly, because no other team 
has a player that will still get 40 no matter who is on the court with him. No matter what. He's going to get 40 and he's going to try to win the game. No matter what you do, you know what's going to happen. You're up 16, you're up 18, 15, whatever. As long as Steph is on the court, you always have a chance to win the game. Yeah, I can only say that about two players. And that's Steph and LeBron. That's it. If I'm up 15 against any other player in the league, I'm confident that I'm going to win the game at halftime. But Steph and LeBron, if there's time on the clock and you're not up 30, there's still a chance for them to come back. Yeah, I agree. It's funny. Like, Steph, I think, gets a little bit discredited just because his stats aren't as crazy as some of the other top players. Like, outside of points? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't need to. Right, exactly. But he's capable of doing it all. He is. I mean, if we talked about the triple-double thing before. Honestly, if the Warriors wanted Steph to get a triple-double, he could do it. Oh, every night. Every night. If they wanted him to, plain and simple. Um, And he can easily get 10 assists every night. He just doesn't, again, he doesn't, they do what it takes to win. They never go above and beyond winning. Yeah, they move the ball. They don't like, they don't just give Steph the ball and are just like, all right, make a play. Right. They move the ball, and if it happens to fall in the, if, you know, the the way the ball rotates, if it comes to Steph, yeah, he can make a play. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't force it, which is what makes them so good. That's why they've been winning without KD. And the other thing, a lot of people don't give Draymond enough credit. Draymond will give up a wide open shot just to oh, continue all the, the time. Play. Yeah, yeah. N- not many players, other players will do that. I Draymond's agree. A, he's an ultimate teammate. A, a lot of times they run that play where Steph gives it to Draymond at the top of the key, or it might be Clay, and then. The other guard on the other side runs like a um, down screen, and they come up. Draymond's supposed to wait for that play to develop. Yeah. And the other guard comes through to the corner, and he sits there wide open, like no one, whoever's guarding him is in the paint. He sits at the mm-hmm. top of the key, wide open, and just waits. He easily could just take that shot every time. He can make that shot. And as a coach, I'd be okay with him taking that shot. Right. If he's that open. But he doesn't do it because he knows that's he does what it takes to make the right play. He makes the right play. He does. Um, and he doesn't get enough credit for that, I don't think. I think people think Draymond is just volatile all the time and a maniac, and he's really not. Did you see what he said about having to calm down? <laughs> no. He, he, he basically, like, you know, he's a family guy. He's got his kids are watching the games. He literally said, I was doing more crying than playing. Draymond has kids? Like, Apparently. <laughs> I thought Draymond was single. Oh, he might be single still. Never mind. <laughs> Disregard well, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting into his personal life, but I was like, man, that's big to say that. It is. It is. For a guy who's, you know, been as animated as he has been fucking every year. Yeah. And he's even gotten to the point where it was, like, out of control at one point. <laughs> that was just this earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's but maturing. I was like, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. KD really should just leave. <laughs> Nobody will <laughs> notice. 
<laughs> I forgot he wasn't there in this series sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, All right, let's get into this other series, though. Oh, real quick, real quick. Do you think Cousins is coming back for the finals? I he wouldn't. Said he, he said he was. I, I don't think... I don't think he needs to. I think the Warriors can win without him. And if I was him, considering this is his second like big injury, yeah, uh, in a couple years, you got to play it safe. You can't rush it back. If the Warriors go up three zero, you think he'll play in the? <laughs> no, why? <laughs> what I'd... the fuck? If Warriors go up three zero, I'm playing. At least I'm out here. <laughs> We're not gonna. Oh, but... They can't lose. You're not gonna lose. Yeah, but you can go. Games. What's the point of going out there just to like pretend like you contributed? Like it's almost a joke That's, at that point. That is the point, <laughs> bro? How many memes are gonna come out of like Demarcus trying to hop on the fucking bandwagon? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't care. I have a ring. <laughs> I mean, he's getting a ring either way. I know, but he's getting a ring for doing nothing now. Nothing. Yeah, no, I got you. At least I come out and say I was on the court. At least I get a ring in the in my jersey. I, I mean, at least I'll be wearing a jersey when we hold up the trophy. That's what I'm right. Oh, that's fair. Okay. I'm not holding up the trophy in a suit. No, no way. <laughs> Just have him dressed for the fucking game then. <laughs> he doesn't have to play. Okay, all right. No, that'd, that'd be, it'd be interesting. I don't think they're going to sweep the Bucks. I'm no, going to be honest. Not. But if they do, if they go up 3-0, I, I would play if I'm Cousins, even if I'm hurt. Because right, we're not going to lose four straight games. There's nothing There's nothing um, Cousins can do to make them lose four straight games if they're already up 3-0. They're not going to get swept by the Bucks just because Cousins is on the court. And if they do, it's a much deeper issue at that point. <laughs> yeah. But no, then I don't think they're gonna sweep the Bucks either. Bucks at least will take one, at least. But okay, let's segue into the Bucks. What do you think? What do you think of the last game? Um, double OT game. Very, very stiff game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to think, what team did I see more from? I gotta be honest. It was way more Bucks playing very poorly than the Raptors playing really well. Mm-hmm. Because they stayed in the game, which was shocking because Middleton was awful on offense for most of the night. Uh, Giannis was awful on offense for most of the night. Yep, and defense. He fouled. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Middleton, I thought, just kind of got bad luck with the calls a little bit. Yeah. But Giannis did foul out. Right. Um, and their point guard, Drew. Drew Bledsoe. My God. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> yeah, he played like my. Guys. You would think Terry Rozier was out there uh, in the Sunday's game. Uh, I will say that game is one of the worst games I've seen from an overall team of the Bucks that I've seen this entire year. And right. they still went to double OT. Exactly. That's what I was getting to. So many guys played poorly. I thought Lopez was kind of not really involved that much. No. 
Um, but they stayed in the game the whole time. I mean, George Hill was balling. Uh, Pat Connaughton had some shots at one point. Yeah. Their whole bench was just doing a good job. Yeah. Um, and I really thought they would bench Giannis and not put him back in at one point. Because as soon as they benched him, they tied the game. Right. In the fourth quarter, and they couldn't really, they kept, they kept going down 10 to 15 and then cutting it to like 3 to 5. But yeah. then Toronto would go on another run. And then they finally benched Giannis just because he was just awful at one point. Mm -hmm. And immediately they started moving the ball. Guys started scoring tie game. Yeah. Yeah. And they put Giannis back in after they tied the game. And I was like, I don't know if that's the right move right there. Right. I also think uh, Eric Bledsoe should not have played in the second half. I'm I'm so serious. Everything he did was for the Raptors. Yeah, he did. He was playing for the Raptors. For My sure. God, he he even like when he would get fouled, he would get fouled on makeable shots. He wouldn't convert the shot, and he would miss free throws. His free throw shooting has been a detriment to them in this whole playoffs, in my opinion. <sighs> Dude, he was just out there like forcing it. He threw so many awful turnovers. And, Dude, and if, if he plays... To, just because you're open, you don't have to take a three, Bledsoe. You don't have to. You don't you have were to saying Dr- Draymond moves the ball. He makes the next play. Yeah. and I'm not... You don't have to make the next play, but be aggressive. And Bledsoe thinks that, like, him shooting those shots will make the defense honest? No. I'm still not Never. coming out there. Never. Just because you made the first one, I'm not coming out. He shot one for six. Bro, if he plays like if they if he plays like this, the Warriors will sweep them easily. Right. Unless Giannis goes for fifty, but I don't really think much of Giannis's bad game Sunday. Like I just thought he kind of shot poorly. Uh, they did a good job of loading up the paint to not really let him get in there. He couldn't yeah. hit a single shot. Yeah, and he and he passed it. He overpassed sometimes. There's sometimes couple times, I, yeah. When Giannis is double teamed, I'd rather him just go up and try to shoot it on two guys than pass it out of a double team because he turns the ball over. I mean, he had eight turnovers. That's just that's yeah, I can't insane. have that. He had more turnovers than assists. That's always a disaster. Yeah. For him not to like average ten assists a game, anytime you have eight turnovers and you're not like a normal passer, like a someone who passes a lot. That's crazy. Don't pass. Just shoot it. I'd rather you shoot three for twenty than have eight assists. I mean, I mean, eight turnovers. Yeah. Especially on <laughs> Toronto, who's a good fast break team. Um, yeah, and Miritich was kind of awkward out there to me too, and often because he was getting exposed on defense, but then wasn't doing much on offense. He was kind of yeah, a I ball mean- stopper on offense. Yeah, he's a guy who you just kind of—he just kind of takes tough shots a lot of the time. Yeah, and and especially when he doesn't get that many shots, he doesn't really get a rhythm. So, but the Bucks are in good shape to me, man. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, we talked about it in the first game. They played yeah. bad, 
and still won the game. Then the next game, they played good and blew them out. All they had to do was play good, and they worked the Raptors. And then this game, you know, we, they played horrible, probably worst game of the season, and still went to double OT. Yeah, it was a similar theme uh, with Myers Leonard playing well, who I think, I don't care that he played well. I still think he's awful. Uh, Toronto had uh, their version of that in Norman Powell. 19 off the bench. Who was, he, especially in the first half, was just huge. Now, uh, now and he, even made sh- is, he is a scrub, but he hits big shots. He's a clutch scrub. He's good. Like when he's in the game in the in like a um, momentum moment, he hits a lot of like momentum shots. For some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> I wasn't he, aware, but he, he does. He's, if you if you think about it, when he does come in and they're on like a small run, he hits like that back break, back breaking three. That like I got you. Yeah, makes the run seem like oh my god, we're getting worked. Yeah, it goes from like it goes from five to like eight, but you know you just came back from a deficit to go up five, and then he hits the timeout shot, for example. I got you. Yeah, he's one of those guys, and I don't know if that means anything, but he just happens to be that kind of guy, and he he hits him. But yeah, you're right. He was the Myers Leonard of that game for sure. Um. Yeah, Marcus Saul started off well. He he set a good uh, pace for the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, he he had some shots, and you know that's about what I want out of him. Mm-hmm. I don't really need him to just kind of work Brook Lopez or you know dominate on the low post. That's not really his game. It is his game. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time he dominated on the low post? Memphis. That was this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like three years ago, though. Oh, uh, uh, when he was like a dominant big man, you mean? Yeah, when he was like defensive player of the year, and, and they were going to the playoffs and making things happen in the playoffs. But that is his game. His game hasn't changed. He just Dude, maybe his not game, be as good as it is used to be. <laughs> to me, all he does now is just pop for jumpers and occasionally post up just to, like, still give the defense like I could still do this <laughs> all right I'll give you that uh, it's disrespectful but I'll give it to you I mean nah, he's getting I'm old kidding. you know he I'm is, not I'm not is. saying like when he was at his prime he was a great player yeah he was I just think a guy on in that weight class he's not gonna have a long prime and he's not really that young no he's not you're right. He's like in his early 30s. Yeah. Because he, he got in the league late, right? Late in his... Yeah. Like he's 26 already? Yeah, I think so. What'd you I'm think of Kawhi's there. game? Um, He played okay. Yeah, it, I agree. It wasn't great. He had... I mean, most of them were free throws. Most of his points were free throws. Um, free throws kind of really save his games because you know if you take the free throws away from his game he had 24 and took 25 shots so he takes a lot of shots and it looks like he has a good game but it's the free throws that really you know really save his save what the stats look like Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, he played okay. He had a lot of turnovers. He I like anything he, special. He hit some big shots. I thought the three he hit at one point yeah, off yeah. the pull up. Yeah, and then the dunk was even though the dunk didn't have a gigantic impact on the outcome, it was a good momentum play. The steal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was big. Did you catch that moment of him? Uh, they replayed it, but the moment of him palming the ball off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy that he does that so often. <laughs> he Unconsciously. Just scooped, he just scooped it with one hand, bro. It just kept going. I'm like, yo, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he played good in those moments, but in the overall game, I just thought he played a normal normal Kawhi game yeah I mean the the injury whatever it was it like it bothered him but at the same time he was still getting like the same kinds of shots he always gets yeah because he doesn't do anything that requires a lot of uh acquires a lot of effort right you know what I mean yeah he doesn't he doesn't take the ball from 50 feet and like try to go one on one the whole play. Nah, this is not what he does. He gets good shots off and he he does that. The dunk was wide open, so I mean the steal. So he looked real healthy on that dunk. <laughs> right. And then right I was after, like, "Damn, yeah. I'm limping, right." Yeah. Yeah, we see I mean, we've seen that of the great players. He's a great player and that's he did do a really great job on defense. He did, yeah. And and the way, like, he's been such a good defender for so many years that people teams have started taking him out of plays. Right. Just to not attack the best defender. Right. Um, But it was noticeable on Sunday how great of a defender he was. Yeah, you're right. Like, sometimes okay. it just kind of doesn't really get noticed and he just does his thing. Mm-hmm. But Sunday it had a big impact. Yeah, it especially did. on Giannis. Yeah, to be to play as bad as he did, yeah, right. clearly. Um, Toronto's just team defense is very good, and uh, but I don't think they win another game. It, yeah, man, it's similar to like the Rockets. Even if they win the next game, I still don't have a lot of faith in them. Right. You know, the Rockets tied up the series at one point, and nobody really gave them a chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that the Bucks are that good. It's just they're just that much better than the Raptors. Yeah, that's that's the thing. The, the Bucks are so stacked. Yeah, and the thing is, I thought the way they were playing, I thought the Bucks would go deeper. I thought DJ Wilson might have got in there for a second. Right. Um, I thought Snell could have got a second in the game um just how just because they were playing so bad overall like Ilya Sova was out there doing nothing um what's crazy is he was was huge in game two Ilya Sova yeah yeah he's not consistent anymore no Um, he's another guy who's starting to age yeah and like you said Connaughton hit those momentum shots I thought he would I thought Budenholzer would have went a little deep and got DJ Wilson in there when Giannis was playing bad. Let DJ come in there and get some rebounds, get some good fouls. Yeah, but I thought they made. I thought Budenholzer did a really bad job of, like he didn't play Bledsoe from I think maybe like the four three minute mark in the fourth quarter. 
mm-hmm. and then randomly stuck him in there at one point in overtime. Yeah. And, and it wasn't even because somebody fouled out. It was just a random, like, all right, Bledsoe, we need you now. Like, no, you don't. Every play he made was awful. Yeah, he needs to figure it out. Bledsoe needs to figure it out because he's not this bad. He's clear, right. We've he's, seen him have good games. You know, we've seen him exploit mismatches, and he's not doing anything except shooting bad shots. Right. They're playing, like, Ben Simmons D on him now. Yeah. Um. And I thought Snell also would get in because of the call. Snell's a good free throw shooter. I thought he would get mm-hmm. in, you know, thinking, okay, if he gets fouled, we're good. Because Bledsoe obviously can't make any free throws that we need him to make. He makes the ones they don't need in, like, the first quarter. Yeah. Um. Someone else shot bad free throws, I think. Oh, Giannis shot terrible. Greek freak again. Yeah. And he looked nervous shooting free throws yesterday. Yeah, he did. Or Sunday, sorry. But it was just like he was taking longer and longer to take the shots. You could tell he was, every time he had to walk up to the line and, like, check his follow through and set his feet and take a deep breath. Like, dude, you're clearly thinking about it. Which is, again, you've been playing basketball for how many years? Like, bro, the last thing you want to do at the free throw line is think about the damn free throws. Right. So, yeah, but it, I, it looked like the Toronto crowd got to them. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, it looked like Drake got to them. <laughs> it looked like you know Drake waving to Giannis on his way out and everything. That was kind of disrespectful. You don't even have the series lead and you're waving, my guy. <laughs> hey, they're in Toronto. I mean, it's not over. Right, that's true. They won the game they're supposed to win. I don't think they win the next one though. Like I said. uh Tonight, um, it'll be an interesting game tonight. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Um, is there more uh, basketball to talk? Did you see the question uh, to um, Palinka <laughs> right in front of Frank Vogel? <laughs> that was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever fucking seen. Basically, we know Frank's the backup, so like. What happened? Yo, he he sat there and ate that question. Man. He's a professional. That's He's that's professional. why I liked his hire so much. Yeah, me too. Like, he's not going to feed into shit like this. Like, he's just going to go in there and coach the fucking team. Right. He's, not, he's never going to, like, you know, if he does, I'll be wrong, but... In my mind, Frank Vogel's not the kind of coach who, who'll come out and criticize players... <laughs> He's not going to come out and, you know, shit on LeBron or shit on the Lakers at one point. Like, he's just a good professional. Right. You want that stability from a for a franchise that's in utter chaos still. Yep. Did you see Magic on fucking first take? <laughs> no, I didn't. I... <laughs> oh, my I told God. You first take, but I heard about it. Yeah, I mean, you probably saw some the of the team. some of the clips because I, I, I didn't I, I didn't watch audio. it. Yeah, I didn't watch any like the the whole interview because I was I was in the gym and I saw I'm like, yo, like they have first take on at LA Fitness a lot. Yeah, and I walked in there and I'm like, yo, is that magic on the fucking in the seat? I'm like, yo, I have to hear some of this. He was spilling the tea. Oh my god. 
Yeah. He exposed the fucking Lakers so hard. I'm like, dude, you can't be out here exposing the team and then try to be like, man, I love this team. I want to buy this team. I love everybody that works there except uh, fucking Rob and the uh, president or whatever. Genie. Or the other. No, he likes Genie. Yeah, he Robin. likes Genie. Robin, who was Tim Smith, I think? Oh, okay. Yeah. He had like an know. issue with some other guy who was apparently too involved in the like he was tr- he was a business side of of basketball, yeah. but he was trying to get involved in the basketball side of basketball. Right. And yeah. and that bothered Magic. And I, I mean, I get it. It's not that I have a problem with any of the specific things he said. Yeah. It's again, why why do it to the media? Who right. does who does this help? Right. If you love the Lakers, it makes them look so much worse. It makes... If I'm a player watching this interview, I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking go there. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? It's just... It's crazy to me. I I don't understand what what some of the the thinking is there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I hope whatever Magic does next... (laughs) Or doesn't do next is good for him, but he needs to stay. Like this Laker saga with him should end now. Like he did yeah, that. Bro. That's cool. Like don't talk about the Lakers anymore. Exactly. Because it, it's hurting him as much as it's hurting the Lakers to me. Yeah. It, again, it made him look worse. The the whole interview. Right. And then he still finds a way to suck LeBron on live TV all the time. <laughs> oh, no way they're trading him. <laughs> LeBron ain't gonna happen. Gonna win. He's definitely gonna win another wing. Oh in my LA. god! Come on, that man. was just wrong. <laughs> from a, from a factual standpoint, that's wrong, and from an opinion standpoint, that's wrong. <laughs> right. Like. It was it was shocking, man. I was I was like running on the treadmill and I had it playing, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, I was, I was salty. I was salty. A little bit of personal. The Wizards didn't get the uh, the Nuggets guy. Oh as, yeah, as GM Tim Conley. Yeah, man. I, I wanted him. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I thought he was gonna come. I did. But but Denver Denver is in good shape, man. Yeah. It just it hurts me to see like some of these franchises <clears throat> even like Portland is, you know, kinda stuck. But Portland has such a good culture at, like this these last five, six years. Oh yeah, they do, for sure. You know, and you know, player players can you can add and subtract players like that's fixable. <clears throat> but when you don't have a good culture in place, when you don't have a winning culture and a culture of oh, when I'm pissed off, I should bitch to the media. Like no, fuck that. Yeah, that's such terrible professionalism. Like bro, it's it's a like it's a job, right? So it's just hopefully the Wizards. Figure something out, but I, I did want uh, Donnelly. I think Connolly. Connolly. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> did you see the Durant Twitter thing with Chris Broussard? Uh, 
I don't remember who who was against. I think um, I think it was. It was like his first tweet, like back, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was against Chris Broussard. <laughs> Kevin Durant's worst <laughs> nightmares coming true, and then Chris Broussard said, "If Warriors win title without KD, does that diminish his two rings?" Uh, I see a little exaggeration there, buddy. My worst nightmare. You sure that this is the worst that it can get? Like, come on, Durant. Get off Twitter, dude. Why are you on there? <laughs> Bro. I mean, 50, this is our 56th episode. I feel like we've bitched about these guys not knowing how to handle social media and just media in general for like 50 episodes. <laughs> 50 out and, of 56? And it's shocking because it's not like we're reacting to the same shit. It's something new every It's episode. something new. Like, dude. How do you not learn? If Draymond can learn to calm down on the fucking court, you gotta learn to fucking stop responding to random people on Twitter. And the thing that really blows my mind is when it's not random people and it's people they know. Like, he knows Chris Bouchard. Right. He could call Chris Bouchard. Exactly. Why is he saying it on Twitter? That's the thing I never understand. Um, Durant can reach anyone he wants to reach in media, like Chris Bouchard. He could easily, he probably knows where he lives. And you answer on Twitter for all of us to see. He could go on Fox Sports if he wanted to. For sure. And, and say it to his face. But, you know, Durant's corny, though. The, whole, the answer is corny. Oh, I see a little exaggeration there, buddy. Like, come on, man. That's so corny. Whatever, Durant. Whatever. These guys right. kill me. <clears throat> you would think, like, you would think as a star player, my mindset, if I'm a star player, like, even if I'm not a likable guy, even if I'm an asshole or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow my public perception to be that I'm an asshole. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would you want that to be said about you? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I agree. I don't know what. I, I just feel like he's like sitting at his house and he's just reading shit, and all that shit feeds like, just he just ingests all this negativity, <laughs> and it's yeah. it's such a bad thing to do. Like, dude. Yeah, you're right. I agree. <sighs> um, in other news, Dwight Powell will. Decline his option for the Mavericks, become a free agent. Uh, James Ennis. James is, Ennis, I saw. Yeah. Is declining his, well, opting out of his last year. Is he going to get big money? I hope he doesn't get big money because he doesn't really deserve it. But uh, I think James Ennis would be a nice fit in Portland. In Portland? Yeah. <laughs> not the not same as thing they already have. He's come on, no way! Don't disrespect Ennis by comparing him to a Minu. <laughs> no, not a Minu. <laughs> He's no different than Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood is better. He's, offensively, yeah, yeah. Ennis, I, I I saw a lot of things I liked from Ennis in the playoffs. Wow, use the heat on Ennis like I know years right? ago. It no, I mean I'm not saying he's not there. He's not their starting small forward if they get him. 
Right. But he, if you could get him for you know a, a decent contract where you're not breaking the bank for him, and if you're breaking the bank for him, you're a terrible franchise. But um, they broke the bank for Evan Turner. I mean, hopefully they don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> and they were willing to do it for Crab, and I haven't seen Crab on the court since he's been on the Nets. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I think he could boost their bench, like, just slightly. If they lose nothing else and they got in this, I agree. I mean, get rid of Aminu. You don't really need Aminu. <laughs> what is? What do you need Aminu for? No, I'm, you said the bench, though. Aminu I know, but starts. Aminu, he starts, but then he plays, like, 15 minutes the whole game. No, we, we've agreed Aminu has to go. There's zero. I think there's zero chance Aminu comes back to Portland. There's no way think, you... You start someone and not let them play more than 10 minutes and you bring them back right. next season. Right. There's no way. I think if they... Uh, Harkless got another year. Harkless if has Harkless, one more year? If he doesn't get more consistent and just an overall better player this next year... Yeah. he's Get rid of him. <laughs> There's only so many years I'm willing to trust the guy before. I'm like, you know... I think he just kind of at his peak. He's just an athletic, you know, average defender who can occasionally make a shot and occasionally play for the other team. You know. Yeah, more likely to play for the other team, but yeah. Right, right. Um, he. Yeah, he probably has one more. I think he only has one more in his contract anyway. But yeah, I agree. And what I like He's about Ennis is, Ennis is he doesn't really. Step out of his game. No, he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's kind of weird in Portland because they do be like, when they the the way they guard Lillard and McCollum, sometimes they ask these other guys to make plays. <laughs> but I think Ennis is kind of a simple player. He'll drive it if he has a driving lane. He'll shoot it if he's open. He'll compete on defense. He'll get you a couple putbacks. Yeah. Like, bro, Aminu can't even get a fucking putback. I mean, My God, worthless. He's worthless. And he fucking. I hate that he. Every ten to twenty games, he'll get you fifteen points. And you'll be thinking, and if you watch it, you're like, "Damn, he can make a shot. He'll put it on the floor. He'll rebound and put it back." And then he's nothing for ten other games. Right. He's like a random highlight dunk, like right. dunk of the year candidate out of nowhere. Then. He doesn't exist. He's not aggressive. He doesn't play good defense. He doesn't get blocks. Like, he doesn't do anything. Um, oh, yeah. I'm Dwight Powell's not getting paid, by the way. No? I wouldn't pay him. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't mind having him. I wouldn't mind him as a backup, like, you know, big guy, but. Uh, I He's mean, not getting paid more than $10 million. That That's what he opted out of, $10 million. Oh, he's dumb as shit for that. <laughs> why Why leave Dallas? Like, I know Dallas has been bad for a number, like, the last three, four years. I know he'd be the starting but, center, right? No, I mean, even if he's not, you still have, you're in a good culture. Who Who you, else do they have? Measury? Oh. That's the, that's it, right? Isn't per- Perzingis is coming back. Dirk is done. Well, Perzingis will play the four, I think, right? Yeah. Or, so, 
I don't know why he's leaving because I think he's in the, the best spot he could be in. Right. Like and he, he's got a good culture, man. He's got a great coach. Like, bro, you're declining. Like, what if you get signed, like, by the fucking Lakers? Like, again, if I'm a free agent, bro, I do not want to go to the fucking Lakers, even if they're giving me $10 million. Right. No, I mean, obviously, if nobody else is giving me $10 million, okay, then uh, maybe I do want to go to the Lakers, but... If a team you've been already playing on and getting good minutes will give you $10 million, you should keep the $10 million. If if he thinks he's leaving to like for greener pastures, he's on drugs. Do the Mavericks have a pick? A draft pick? No, they don't. They're, the I think, the only team that doesn't have one. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Oh, yeah, they traded the pick to New York for Porzingis, right? Yeah. They're dumb. Oh, no, no, they traded it to Atlanta. That's why Atlanta has two picks, I think. Um, Damn, they would have had an 8 or 10. That would have been a good pick. Right. But they would have had too, Young they... instead of Doncic. Mm. I think <laughs> da- Dallas is in good shape next year, man. I don't know if they're going to be good, but... I don't they think have... they can be much better than they are. You know well, what I depend- mean? If they sign somebody... No, I don't think they sign anybody. Well, I mean, I, I guess they could. They, they're going all, you know, to quote Cuban, all in for Kimba. If they get Kimba, they're, they're going to be top. They're definitely making the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to be any higher than seven or eight, but they'll make the playoffs with Kimba. And, that, and the rest of the team, if Porzingis is healthy. But, yeah, I got you. But... I doubt if they get Kemba, and I doubt Porzingis will be healthy. So. Hardaway Jr. got to get healthy, too. <laughs> what, do you have, like, a stress fracture? Yeah. Those are bad. Yeah, they are. They're career-ending sometimes. Right. Um, yeah, they were the second-worst team in the league in the West. Uh, by the way, uh, oh, Dallas was? Yeah. All right, I... I mean, yeah, they tanked after the first, like, third of the season. And then they all of a sudden started winning games at, like, the end of the season because Brunson was, like, averaging Cooking. 30 a game. <laughs> yeah, so it made no sense. They won three out of the last six. I forgot something about magic real quick. Mm-hmm. And we got we to gotta move on to music because we got a lot, but... Yeah. Uh, dude... He said he said Brandon Ingram is healthy, which I think is a lie. He also said that Ingram is going to be a great player, and he based that analysis on a 10-game stretch. All right, I was so like, my dude. gym today is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you're delusional, my guy. What is wrong with you? <laughs> He's going to be a great player. Yeah, all right, we're moving on. 10 fucking games. What a fucking Hall of Famer. Ingram might not even come back, and he's talking about he's going to be a great player. Just delusional. I hope he does come back for his health, but I don't really care if he comes back for his game. For his health, I hope he's healthy, but as far as the NBA goes, I'm cool. You can stay home if you want. Um, All right, so... My gem today is uh, 
from the Emotional Oranges album. And um, it's an indie album I listen to. And this is this is uh, good to me. get right into it man we got big things to talk about big albums yeah big big weekend for music yeah kind of the first big weekend of the year right seems like yeah man i feel like it's 
we've had a, like one or two, <clears throat> but it, just because it's been such a slow year, it does yeah. feel like that. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to start with the biggest, or you want to work our way up? Mm, let, let's go with Khaled. Let's talk about Khaled first. Okay. TJ Khaled, uh, father of Assad, dropped. Um, good features. Uh, you know, looking at it, it was good features. Um, I, I'll let you go into it first. What'd you think? Um, I and this this is a hot take. I think this is the best album DJ Khaled has made, start to finish. Okay. Now I say, I think it is because I've I've seen a lot of negative responses to this project. Oh, okay, okay. Like a couple of my close, I was kind of discouraged going into it because I didn't listen to it until Saturday. Yeah. And I had a couple friends on Friday. They were just like, "Man, it sucks." Like, there's only one or two good songs. Uh, I, uh, I don't they really must be agree. looking for a specific type of DJ Khaled song, then. Right. I I thought there's a number of good songs here. First of all, and before I, you know, I have issues with it like any other project, but Khaled to me was the most consistent part here. I thought Khaled? every, <laughs> I thought every beat was made for the artists that were on the track. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I yeah. thought. The this time all of the combinations made sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You know, the opening track and the last track. I don't really know too well. Like, I don't know the artist, but mm-hmm. uh, that's not really for me. That's kind of like a different genre, <laughs> right? Um, but besides that, man, I thought all the combinations uh, were really like, like I could I could picture them working together well. Right, uh, and I thought the beats were were good throughout, man. I really had no issue with any of the beats on here. Like fifteen tracks. I mean, I'm trying to. I do to... wish he would stop stealing legendary songs, but I agree. I didn't have any problems with the beats. Yeah, man. I, I just think he did a good job uh, on producing. Uh, there's a couple times where he tried to get a little, you know, with the vocals. I think it was on Jealous that he kept trying to like say something during Chris Brown's hook. Like, dude, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. But besides yeah. that, man, I, I thought, you know, I, I didn't listen to all his projects, and I mentioned that a few episodes ago, but... Yeah. Did you ever go I, back? No, not yet. Okay, okay. This, this got me a little more excited to go back, though. Okay. To see but, the growth? Yeah, what would you think, before I get into my, like, individual reviews on some of these artists what'd you think of the project um i liked it i liked it i liked the beats the beats were all i think all the beats were good um like i said i'm i'm over the like doing a beat again with the um miss jackson on just us like I, Mm -hmm. i i didn't want that as soon as i heard that i was like oh here we go again him trying to take another legendary beat that that's you know that's not important um yeah i thought i really liked the features that they weren't the same people again because usually it's like futures on eight songs <laughs> it's like future and rick ross dominate the albums a lot of times and lil wayne a lot of the time 
Yeah, and Wayne in the past. Yeah, and this one definitely was more diverse, and it didn't have too many people on all the songs. You know, he kept it to three, most of them, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice, too. Yeah. Because in the past, he does put, like, five fucking artists. You Stay was the only one with more than three in the in the opening track, Holy Mountain. And so I like that. Uh, I like that it was more simple. Um, and I agree that everyone sounded good on the songs. Yeah, I like I don't that. think, I, I'm, hold on, I didn't say that. I just no, I mean, said I mean, that the beats. everybody I mean, the fits. Beats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beats. They fit the beats. Mm-hmm. I agree. With I'm that. not saying everyone did a good job, had a good performance, right. but Ex- yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> with your individual songs. Uh I'll say I'll I'll go into the songs I really loved first. Okay. Um Wish Wish is a hit, for sure. Okay. Uh I enjoyed Jealous. You know, I, I listened to the album a few times. It didn't age that well for me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little long. The hook is a little, like... I feel like I've heard this from Chris Brown before. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's only so many ways you could talk about cheating or, or hooking up with another girl. <laughs> right. I swear, every feature the last, like, two years has been him talking about cheating or fucking somebody while being with somebody else. <laughs> because he did it re- most recently, so... <laughs> Go ahead. Um, um, I liked Higher. Higher was nice. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, could have been a little better, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celebrate also could have been better, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I expected that to be the best song, and it kind of let me down that it wasn't. Celebrate. Yeah, but okay. it wasn't a bad song. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Eight to Ten. Won't take my soul. Weather, uh, weather the storm and big boy talk. Mm-hmm. I loved um, Nas. It's interesting. Nas has sounded better with DJ Khaled than anything he's done outside of that in the last like <laughs> five years. Yeah, you're right. Which Nas is crazy. Album done sounds better than Nas's album. Right. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um. Weather the Storm was really good. Interesting combo there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meek Mill and Lil Baby. I was caught off guard because that was one. I didn't see the, the features when, I, when it came on. Yeah. And, and Meek Mill came on there, and I'm like, this is a good beat for Meek Mill. Yeah. Uh, he killed it, and then Lil Baby came on, and he sounded, like, different than he usually sounds. Like, his voice was a little deeper. Yeah, uh, yeah. He really rapped on this. He wasn't yeah, like, as much yeah, as Yeah, like he was really saying shit clearly. Uh, yeah. That was nice. Uh, Big Boy Talk I loved only because of Jeezy. Uh, I was Rick expecting... Yeah, I was expecting Rick Ross to kill it, and he didn't. It's like he... I think the timing was kind of weird on there, but... Mm. Yeah, go ahead. That's fair. Uh, f- freaking you, uh, if it had a better hook, I would have liked it more. I agree, because I didn't think uh, they did bad on it. But and that's it. Weird. <clears throat> you know, uh, what what songs did you like? Like the top three to five. Um, I liked Higher a lot. You know, I, I felt kind of, I felt a type of way because Nipsey. Right. Um, you stay was my surprise. Like, I didn't think I was gonna like that, and I think that was probably the most experimental out of the combinations. And it worked out. 
um, I didn't. I don't love it, but I'm saying it's one that I was surprised that I did like. Um, I think "Jealous" was a missed opportunity. That should be the most fire song in the album, but it wasn't. Uh, and again, "Celebrate" too. It, you know, nothing on here stood out as amazing, but nothing on here was complete garbage to me. So I think. I enjoyed pretty much everything on there. I, I thought the "Thank You" by Big Sean was was nice, a nice gesture. Um, it wasn't a great song, but it was it was cool. It was I think it should have been like an outro or something though. And um, no brainer and top off already dropped. So I, I it's crazy to me that top off is still the worst song on the album. This this is my first time hearing top off. By the way, I didn't listen to it before. Oh, I, I heard it as a single. Beyonce, stop rapping, please. <laughs> My God, she stood, she killed the song within the first 10 seconds she came on. Yeah, Top Off is the only skip, is like the only one I have to skip every time. Like, Jay-Z's um, okay, Future's okay, but then Beyonce's just fucked it up. Yeah, I'm d- I'm pretty much done with Future. Like I I would be cool if I never heard Future again. Honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm not saying I'm, it, like to be funny about Future. I just have I don't think I can hear any more from Future that I will ever like again. I feel like he's burned out all his likes from me. And, yeah, he's got to go on on a little retreat or a little vacation. And by yeah. little, I mean like two years. Right. Um, I liked "Won't Take My Soul" a lot too because, um, I thought CeeLo did a good job on there too. Not as great as expected, but I I was surprised how good CeeLo was with Nas. Mm-hmm. Um, a good combo. Yeah, I, I think my top ones are probably higher. Um, just stay and won't take my soul. Probably, I liked Weather my- and Storm a lot too. Uh, my number one's Wish Wish, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Weather the Storm at two. And uh, it's between Won't Take My Soul and Big Boy Talk. I'll go Won't Take My Soul was a little more consistent. So okay, that's my fair. third one. Yeah, uh, Car- Cardi B and 21 should make a fucking project together as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Do they I not agree. sound like a female and male version of each other almost? At times, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was such a great combo there. But. And 21 rapped differently on there. He didn't rap the same, his same cadence that he does like on every mm-hmm. other song. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, It was good, yeah. The whole <laughs> album was good. What do yeah, you think I'm was a, the worst a, songs? Worst songs? Other than Top Off. Uh, I'm going to ignore the opening and the last track. Uh-huh. Uh... I'm not gonna lie, you stay was pretty bad for me. <laughs> I know you said you liked it, but it was bad. You thought it was bad? Yeah, I wasn't feeling it. It was probably the only song I didn't really. Thank you was kind of whack after the first time I heard it. Yeah, after the first time, I agree. It's not something I want to hear over and over again. Listening to an album. <laughs> yeah, and, and no brainer. Like it's literally the same thing as I'm the one, but just worse. without Little Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the hook yeah. is just slightly where you know you said you could you're good with never hearing um, future. 
Yeah. Dude, I think I might be okay never hearing Chance the Rapper again. <laughs> you don't like his you don't like his Doritos commercial? <laughs> Dude, I don't really like anything he does. And I hate that like he gets sucked for being so unorthodox with like the moves he makes. Yeah. But if his next shit sucks, I'm done with him forever. It's gonna suck, and other his fans are still gonna like it. So it it won't matter to him because he won't I'm, notice. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what the response is because you know I'm I'm objective when it comes to that shit. Yeah, I'm willing to shit on even artists that I like if this the project sucks. Yeah. Um, I really didn't like Just Us at all. That's fair. Yeah. I'm really cool with him not making any songs when it's one person. Like I, I'm ready for him to stop that now. Unless it's Drake. <laughs> Drake's the only one I think <laughs> right. that deserves his own song. Yeah. Because he could do the hook and the rap. But everyone right. else, I don't want. And that goes for Big Sean too on Thank You. If someone else was on Thank You, it probably would have been better. Um, and just us. I don't want to hear SZA alone. I'd just listen to SZA's album if I want to hear her alone. Yeah. Um. So and those you know end up being two of the only songs I skip. I skip Holy Ground, and I skip Top Off for sure. Everything else, I I let No Brainer rock. I'll I'll let it play as like a break. As like oh yeah, the, No Brainers is okay. Like I don't skip it. It's like the um. Disney radio break for me. <laughs> Bieber sounds younger when he's with the rappers to me. It sounds yeah. like old Bieber and not like the new slightly harder tatted Bieber. All right. But it's cool. Yeah, I don't have anything else to really say about it. What was man. your favorite like individual performance? Just like the main feature that you liked? Uh, I don't want to say Nipsey because I feel like that's unfair, but his was my favorite to hear. Okay. But I, I liked, um, I liked Meek on both of the songs he was on. I liked his performance. But as far as just one uh one verse or one person, I would say Nipsey had my favorite song with his performance in it. But I mm-hmm. liked Meek's individual. Like if you take both his verses off those songs, I liked right. his performance probably the best. Uh yeah, I'll, I'll probably say Jeezy was my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Low Baby on Weather the Storm is a close second though. Yeah, he he did a great job on there. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like that he's putting newer artists on there, like Gunna and Lil Baby being on here. Mm-hmm. In the past, DJ Khaled albums, there wasn't a lot of like new people on there. Yeah. Um. So that I was guess Cardi's cool. technically a newer newer artist. Yeah, I guess she is. Yeah, I think I would say Bryson was probably like the newest artist he had on the last one. Right. Right. Um. <clears throat> uh, Wherever he is. Bryson hasn't made a song since then. That's cool. Alright. Uh, what's next? Tyler the Creator? Yeah, we probably won't have a lot to say about the third one. But <laughs> Okay. You have a lot to say about Tyler? 
Um, I'll try to be objective. I thought the production in this one was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the beats, it, it wasn't really hip hop beats. It was, it was almost like Gambino production. Yeah. A, a lot of the beats were really like creative, a lot of different sounds. Uh, they sounded really good. Um, and it, it's frustrating to say, but lyrically, I hated everything I heard on here. <laughs> Go on. I thought the, it was, there was really like, there's a lot of tracks that you couldn't really tell what was the hook, what was the verse or what, like, what is, what are they going for there? Yeah. And then I thought it all sounded bad. I thought, and this could be my download and I downloaded it illegally, but a lot of the times lyrics came on, they were overpowered by the production. It wasn't your download. Dude, like, you could barely hear Tyler at one point. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what is the point of this? Uh-huh. And, and Kanye, what was it? Kanye popped up at one point. I thought that was random as fuck and unnecessary because Kanye sounded even quieter than Tyler did. Uh-huh. Um, there, there was a song I didn't hate completely. Uh, I think it's What's Good. I think what's good was okay. That was one where he actually rapped on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, man, this project fucking sucks. <laughs> and it's a, it's tough to say. I mean, I haven't listened to him since uh, Wolf, which was like... You to the Flower Boy? I don't think I listened to it start to finish. I remember I heard tracks from it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, this... This sucked. <laughs> I just, I wanted to like it. I tried to go through it. I couldn't even get through it the second time. I was like, dude, I have, I'd rather listen to Father of Assad than this shit. Yeah, for sure. Oh my uh, God, things... man. It was hard to listen to. <laughs> All right. So if Tyler was, if there was no rapping or no talking on this album, I would like this album. Instrumental, like a great, yeah, a great jazz album. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, it would be a great instrumental album. I loved all the instruments and all the, you know, the a little slight jazz kind of funk uh, ins- inspirations in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, Tyler's talking on there was useless in most of the songs. It was worthless. It was unnecessary. Um. <laughs> the songs match the album cover. Uh, <laughs> just weird. Yeah, man. He's a fucking strange guy. Yeah, it, this is a it's a terrible Tyler the Creator album. It's not to me like if this was the first time I heard somebody, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like if that's their thing, like this isn't too bad. I could I can listen to this, but I probably won't listen to it all the time. But I could mm-hmm. listen to it. But knowing that it's Tyler and knowing what he normally does, it's it's terrible. I never want to hear it again. Why didn't he include more people on this one? Who cares? I thought I thought some of his other projects were made better just because he included like creative features. Yeah, he's somebody that I get tired of his voice very quickly. That's because um, he's not. He doesn't sound good. <laughs> 
and his lyrics are rarely on topic. And I've said on here before that I really don't like that when you jump off topic all the time. It just so. like says shit. Yeah, I'm and I'm that's cool. Fucking that's fucking whack. All right, let's move on. Uh, Meg the Stallion. That's what you want to talk about. That's the third yeah. we were talking about. Okay. Yep. I only made it to track uh, four before I was done. Oh my the god, with, the best track. The one with the baby. Yeah. Yeah, I was done after that. Dude, his verse was hard. I like that shit. His verse was hard. But I um, realized from her verses, I was done with the album. I, need, I didn't need to hear anymore. And the thing is, look, I'm not saying it was bad. It was just clearly not for me to listen to. Like, I felt like I was... <laughs> I felt like I, like, stole someone else's, like... I'm trying to get... <laughs> trying to think of an example i felt like a little kid watching an r- rated r movie like i know i'm not supposed to be watching this <laughs> so i'm like nah i'm cool no, i got you yeah so i was listening to us like i'm really i shouldn't be hearing this so i just moved on i i did go back to father of Assad after this <laughs> right back yeah, I, similar to Tyler, I made through it once, and then I tried to get through it a second time, but I just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to. Dude, dude, you know what the real, like, you're lucky because you went to four songs, and I listened to it from start to finish, like, in one sitting. Yeah. My God, dude, there's only, again, there's only so many ways you could talk about the same topic. Right and my, like every song was the exact same shit. Yeah, it was. Now I'm gonna be objective because I think this is the production's really fun. Like it's up tempo. The beats are easy to like move to. Yeah, and and I can see girls liking this shit for sure. The beats are hard, and, yeah. especially like if the, if any of these songs came on in the club, I could all the girls would be moving. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely a twerk city album yeah right exactly exactly perfect yeah. way to put it but <laughs> yeah. dude she literally every song it's just she's dumb thick she only cares about money she finesses dudes and her pussy is like fire <laughs> <laughs> bro it's literally Which, every song is just that and <laughs> yeah you're right and that's what i was i was like you know what this obviously is not for me <laughs> Bro, even like Cardi B does that most of the time, but even in her album, like a couple tracks, like were a little more personal, a little more emotional. Yeah, it, there was none of that songs. here, right? Yeah, no, there was none was of that here. It was just yeah, man. I was like, dude, if you're not twerking to this, why are you? Why would you listen to this? Right. And the thing is, the reason why I knew I could stop at the fourth album because I read the track list. And the track list didn't sound like anything was going to change. Uh, yeah, no, it, it wasn't. With Shake That, Ratchet, Sex Talk, and Bring Drink coming up next, I, I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I've heard everything I need to hear. Oh, man. The baby's verse is probably one of the best features I heard all year. But besides that, I mean... I mean, I had fun listening to it because it, like, bumps, but yeah, it, it's not good. 
<laughs> there's no replay value for me here. <laughs> right. It's, like you said, it it's not for long. us. It was too long for someone like her who was very one-dimensional. 100%. Yeah, that's, it's too long. Like, if you're not switching it up, like, how many times do I need to hear you say exact all the things you said she said? I heard it that over and over again, sometimes in the same verse. So, I was like, okay, that's cool. Shout out to Meg The Stallion. <laughs> her songs definitely hey. will be in the club, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, like, I, it's a good album for what she is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it, she stays in her pocket. Yeah. But I, I do think this album would be way better if it was eight to ten tracks. Eight. <laughs> let's, it was stick, sh- let's stick to right. eight. If it was as short as possible and, and you just, you know, you had some fun with it, listening it, to it in the right environment, it's a great album. <laughs> but... As just like a music album that I have to listen to and, and give my thoughts, like it's okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> I don't know why you got so uh, offended that I wanted to go listen to the Sierra album, but <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> I did not. I didn't get offended. <laughs> I was just confused. <laughs> So I listened to Sierra's Beauty Marks. Um, okay, the first song with Macklemore I thought was a for, <laughs> was a quick no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I really thought you were about to say like it was okay, like I liked it. <laughs> quick no, thank you. <laughs> oh no, but the thing oh, is, it wasn't funny. bad after I did hear it, but. Okay. When it started, I'm like, oh no, I didn't know what Macklemore is still trash. That's all. Oh, it told dude. Me. But his that other album, that first album he did without Ryan Lewis, was one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah, it was. Like and if we did a top five worst, yeah, because they think that oh, you know, Macklemore is just the those three hits he had on there, <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, he's not. Listen to the rest of that and listen to the first album. And right, but um, after the first song, level up, you know that's a big single. It's on the radio all the time. Um, it was a good album, man, for Sierra. Now I'm not saying it's like one of the best albums I've heard this year, because I I just don't know if Sierra's still capable of that at her age and you know this stage in life. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was pretty good, man. Showed a lot of versatility. She had a couple like uh, Caribbean kind of sounding songs. Um, Girl Gang with Kelly Rowland. That was yeah, cool. How was Kelly Rowland? Uh. Hmm. <laughs> uh. Uh. The Freak Me song with Techno. That was kind of nice. I like that. Um, Dose was kind of cool. It it was good, man. I thought it was a good song. She had a song about um. Russell, that was great as love, I believe. That was that was cute. Um, it was a good album, man. I I actually did enjoy the album. I did. I would listen to it again. Uh, but I like Sierra, so I'm. I'm for those That's who fair. don't like Sierra at all, you know. I never really got into world. any any of her music. She has some great hits. 
And this is a lot better than her last album. I will say that. Jackie, Jackie was not when, good. When was her last album? When did that come out? 2015. Dude, she gets like no <clears throat> Nobody pushes her albums. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like they just drop and they disappear. That's why she's never fucking popular for her music. Yeah, and you know, I, I think her being in her re- relationships a lot mm-hmm. doesn't help her. Because when she first came out, that was like her thing. Like everybody wanted Sierra kind of right, right. with goodies. But since then, you know, she's older, has kids, you know, has a husband. Um, it's, it's harder to push for. It's harder for push as a mother, unless you're Beyonce, or uh, well, Beyonce, <laughs> uh, because that's that's her thing. Sierra was a sex symbol ride. Like you can't say you can't come out with ride now that you have a husband that makes yeah. the highest paid quarterback in the league and you have you know three kids. Like I'm right. not listening to ride the same way, obviously. Yeah. Um, so she kind of lost some of the sex symbol um, fanfare she had, but it was a good album. I would encourage uh, a listen, whether you like it or not. I think it's a good listen. Um. And then I did listen to the Emotional Oranges album that I played the gym from, and that was just, yeah. it was cool. It was smooth. I like They're that really gym. smooth. <clears throat> yeah, it was good, yeah. Um, the album pretty much sounds all like that. Very smooth uh, duets. It was it was cool. It, not much to say about it. I'm not A lot, a lot of options for music this weekend. Yeah, it was. There's some other stuff like Carly Rae Jepsen drop. Like that's crazy. <laughs> She's not allowed to drop. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I just, all I remember is "Call Me Maybe." Like, she a one hit wonder, right? She might yeah, be. She is. Uh, she is. No, I, I listened to some singles. Uh, only three, but, but I, I enjoyed all of them. Uh, in the, I don't care by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of Bieber on there. Like, barely any Bieber on there. Right. <clears throat> He's only in like the background of the hook, I think. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this song. It's a good song. Yeah, it was a good. Ed Sheeran sounds really good. At one point, he almost sounds kind of similar to Bieber, but it, it was a nice like rhythm to the track. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a nice bop. Halsey dropped another song, Nightmare. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. I didn't hear it. What'd you think? Uh, it was cool. It, it was. It's not as good as the 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 previous single from a few months ago, "Without Me," mm-hmm. uh, which was just a pure hit. Mm-hmm. But this single is good to the point where I'm very excited about her next album. Okay. You know what I mean? And and That's I a liked good single. Uh, yeah, I liked her previous few projects. Um, I think "Colors." Or into Badlands is one of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited to to see her drop something because she's she has a great voice. Yeah, she does. Real, real she's unique for her voice. Yeah, unique, original. Doesn't she doesn't kind of fall into just a one note kind of artist. Yeah, uh, she mixes it up a lot, so that's gonna be interesting. Uh, and another track that I enjoyed, which was a little different, which uh, "Energy" by Burns, ASAP Rocky, and 
Who's the other person on there? Some other like random name that I've never heard before. Oh wow. <clears throat> Sabrina okay. Claudio. Oh, okay, yeah. I know Sabrina, yeah. Uh uh it was it was a cool like island vibe kind of track. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like it, it sounded good. ASAP came on he didn't have like a huge part, but uh his his verse was nice. Oh yeah, I gotta check that out for sure. Uh yeah, and it's interesting to hear him on like on production that sounds nothing like any of his songs. I like that though. I like when he, rappers do that now. He he actually does that a lot more than people like think. Yeah, he had that one with um Miramasa, I think his name is. Yeah, was. he he's popped up on a bunch of different projects that you wouldn't expect him to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is a cool thing, but yeah, man, there's there's some other singles. Gold Link dropped something that I haven't heard yet. Did you hear the Ty Dolla Sign and J Cole? No, how was that? Um, I literally just saw it yesterday. Uh, yeah, it didn't come out on Friday. It came, I think it did come out yesterday. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, Ty Dolla Sign is he's the same. He's pretty consistent, and J Cole he's different on here than he was on his last album. But uh, it, I liked it. It's good. It'll be it'll be played a lot, obviously, just okay. with those two names. And it's J yeah. Cole because he has that fan base that no matter what he does, is everybody likes it. Um, I I enjoyed it though. Um, you said Goldling dropped. I haven't heard that either. Yeah, uh, Chance has a song. I don't think it's too new. I think I've seen it before. Oh, I did hear the Goldling record. Yeah, I did hear. The How Gold is that? Record. It's good. Um. It's good. It's good. Okay. It's not fire, but it's good. What about yeah. groceries by Chance the Rapper? <laughs> I'm good. No, no thanks. I passed on that. I'm done hearing them rap about Doritos and groceries. Dude, what the fuck, Madonna? It, listen to this. So Madonna's dropping an album in June. Whatever. Nobody cares. Yeah, um, I knew that. Dude, what are, so on iTunes, you got like the pre-order and they release some of the songs in advance. Yeah. Dude, she has a song with Quavo and that another song. song I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's out. And a song with Sway Lee. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really wild to me. It is. Her, um, a songwriter I've talked on here before. About um, Stara, who writes a lot of Drake yeah, and yeah, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. She wrote all of this album for Madonna. Ooh, this might be good. Right. Uh, uh, I'm not promising that I'm going to listen to it, but... I'll promise. I'll listen to it. When, when it drops, you know, 15 tracks, it's not too bad. I could check that out. It's June 14th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll listen to that. Y'all listen to her, Madonna. She's a queen. The queen. Uh, is there anything else we got to... Anything else we need to get into? Uh, music. Uh, no, I mean... Yeah, nothing really crazy. Alright. is your You have the floor. Game of Thrones. Wait, wait. Uh, did you see the Toy Story 4 trailer? I did. <laughs> you gotta see it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. I right. didn't need this this fourth movie. 
I agree. It ended. Agree. The third movie had such a great ending, man. It did. It did. But whatever. Whatever. Do and um. <clears throat> what do you think of the Will Smith Gemini movie? That looks okay. Uh, I like I like when he goes into the sci-fi. He yeah. he usually and not always, but he often finds like I you know this is me this is kind of wishful thinking. But if if it's another like similar to iRobot, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna enjoy it a lot for sure. And it seems like a little bit of a simpler action movie. Mm-hmm. I know it's got a sci-fi premise, but I don't think it's going to be too insane on the, you know, the timeline and all that type of stuff. So, uh, I'm curious. Did you see? Um, did you see John Wick? No, I haven't. You see the John Wick Four already got a release date? They're making a John Wick Four. Well, yeah, before, they have before to. Before people they- even see the third, you already know that the fourth is coming. They have to. They, I understand why, just because they've been so successful, and they've just been really good. Yeah, 2021, it comes out. Mm. Uh, I like that they're same, taking a little bit of time. Same date, too, I think. Oh, the 21st, so mm. a year from, or two years from basically today. Yeah, I, all I'm hearing is that this third one is super lit. It must be. if They Dude, already... I saw the next one. I saw a comparison that said it's kind of like the raid. As soon as I heard that, I was like, "Dude, I have to see this." That means there's a lot of killing in there. All right, I'm down, dude. I'm so those action movies that just be OD with the action for like 20, 30 minutes a scene. Yeah. So fire. Yeah, and last thing um, before you go, Game of Thrones. Tory Lanez predicts his summer anthem with Quavo and Tyga will go platinum in 10 seconds. <laughs> Does Tory ever... <laughs> let me ask you something. Does Tory ever speak and not say something reckless? I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, I swear, every time I hear a quote from him, it's something, like, insane. He's like the Kyrie of the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> of the rap game. I, think I like that he's... That. I like that he pops up on features a lot. He's working a lot of different stuff. Because I I do... His music has been improving, I think. It has, yeah. You know, and I think he's getting a lot better. He's finding kind of... He's starting to get a lot more versatile than he led on to to believe in his debut album. Yeah, I agree. So that's nice. Took him a little bit longer than... You know, he said, but <laughs> yeah, okay. like, like you said, he always says something reckless. I'm not shocked that he said that. No, <laughs> I do want to hear it now, though. He's good at that because I definitely want to hear it. You said him, Quavo, and who? Tiger. Shit, if he gets a good hook on there, it might. Or if he yeah. lets Quavo rock a good hook on there. Right, as long as Tiger doesn't do the hook, it might be fire. <laughs> That's true, but the Tiger's beat, a good feature. Tiger's a good feature verse. Like he's always good at feature verses. Yeah, he is. I I can't remember one bad feature verse from him. Right. Yeah. 
I guess he didn't say it was his song either, though. But oh, okay. Because I know Tyga's dropping his album this summer, so he didn't necessarily mm. say that it was Tori's song. It could be Tyga's song. I don't know. I'm definitely listening to Tyga's album. Yeah, me too. He's had some fire. This, these might be his best singles ever. Like his best yeah. single run. Yeah. Not, they're not the best singles, but the best singles for the same album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for it. All right, go ahead. You got it. So Game of Thrones ended. Uh, and <clears throat> yeah, you, know, you if if you've been on the internet, you've seen the criticism probably. So I'm I'm not really saying anything new here, but it just it, it was so rushed, man. This whole final season being six episodes was a huge mistake. Um, characters throughout the season made choices that they didn't normally make. And they didn't sell the choices. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so I'm, I'm going to say spoiler alert. I wasn't really going to spoil it, but... Uh, I'm going to say spoiler alert. It's not going to be anything too insane, but, you know, Daenerys, who is a certain way for most of the show. And That's in the pre- Clark? Yeah. Okay. And in the previous to last episode, she snaps and basically goes all evil. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not mad at the fact that she snaps and goes all evil because... In a way, you were kind of leading to that. But, dude, you don't buy her just snapping randomly. Right. You don't buy that all of a sudden she just, like, her thought process is just kill everyone. Right. You, Good. again, another, J- Jamie Lannister, you don't, uh, I understand why he stayed with Cersei at the end. But you don't sell it because you set up the whole show with, you know, you set up the last, like, four seasons of him becoming good and becoming a good person and and making good choices for the sake of the realm. And all of a sudden, he just goes back to die with her. It just, Tyrion becomes a fucking idiot. Uh, Like, he knows what the outcome is going to be, yet he... For the first five episodes, he stays thinking it's not going to happen, and then it happens, and all of a sudden, he's just like, oh man, I was fucking wrong. Like, dude, I felt like you knew you were going to be wrong, and you still remained wrong. And he's supposed to be like the the wisdom of the show, one of the mm-hmm. smarter characters. Um, and they also, they made the king the, the least favorite character. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, they made the weakest storyline, which is the three-eyed raven and Bran and all that nonsense. That I'm telling you, ninety percent of the Game of Thrones fans did not give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And they made him fucking king out of nowhere. You know, in the final episode, Daenerys becomes evil. They take thirty minutes to figure out that you know she's just gonna be evil. Uh, Jon Snow kills her in 10 seconds and then they just cut to them picking another king. 
Like, bro, it's so rushed. Everything is so just rushed and it just seems like they're unprepared and they're going in they went in a direction uh yeah they made the king like the person with the worst storyline the three-eyed raven like nobody cared about that mm-hmm. it's just like the majority of fans did not care and they made him king and they gave him like a stupid line at the end to make it seem like he wanted to be king even though his entire character, like, story made it so important that he doesn't want to be a leader of anything. Yet, at the end of the fucking show, all of a sudden, he's like, this is what I've been waiting for. Like, no, it, no, it wasn't. But, <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, you know, I probably already spoiled it a lot, so I, I apologize in advance for those who want to watch it. But I, now, I can't even recommend the show... Because the reason you watch a great show is, like, you want to see it end off in a good way. Right. And, and you, you, what's the point of investing into six seasons if everything that happens in the last two seasons is going to suck? Right. I'm not saying everything sucks. You know, even in the final episode, there were some great moments. Uh, the, the dragon burned the throne, like, which was a really, like, symbolic moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was cool. I thought Tyrion saying goodbye to his brother was really cool. Uh, but yeah, man, it just—it was so rushed. You just—you didn't sell all these l- late decisions that these characters all of a sudden make that doesn't reflect who they are at all. Right. Um. And yeah, man, it just—it sucks that it—they ruined such a good show. Okay. Well, rest in peace. The writing really Game of Thrones. Just killed it. What? As as so rest in peace Game of Thrones. For sure. Uh until the next um series that has How far did you get in Homeland by the way before we get out of here? Uh I only watched the first two episodes of the second season so far. Dude. Uh, season 2 is insane. It is. I'm about. I think I'm on episode seven. Okay. All right. Dude, that's that second episode was crazy. When when you got to the part where she, uh, how far did you get? Just so I don't spoil it. Um, I can't even remember now, man. It was okay, a couple days you. ago because I got you. Uh, you know I've been flying all over the place, but right, I'm gonna catch up. I'll be back. I'll catch up to it. You said you're on seven. I'll yeah. get there pretty quick too, probably. Hulu's been tripping, like it was tripping all day yesterday, so I couldn't really watch it. Oh yeah. Well. <clears throat> um, is there anything else we got to touch before we're out? You want me to play your gym first, real quick? Yeah. All right. Uh, why'd you pick this gym? Um, it's it's probably my favorite song off her best album. Well, okay, all right. You know, there's a lot of good songs on there, but for some reason, not a lot of people pick this one all right, as so their favorite. Shout out to Ariana. This is uh sometimes.
Great song. Great song. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll be back we'll soon. We'll be back soon. Um, nothing else um, to talk about, really. Nothing else to talk about, really. Right? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, next time we come back, we'll, we'll probably pre- preview the finals matchup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, um, take us home. Take us home. I'm taking it back, taking man, it back to, man, to a king. A king. <laughs> anyway, we'll anyway, see you guys we'll next see time. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind I look for peace, but see I don't attain What I need for keeps, this silly game we play, play Now look at this Madness the magnet keeps attracting me, me I try to run, but see I'm not that fast I think I'm first, but surely finish last, last Cause day and night, day and night The loneliest owner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night, day and night The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night at, at, at night Day and night, day and night The loneliest owner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone, some things will never change The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night at, at, at night Hold the phone the lonely stoner, Mr. Solo Dolo He's on the move, can't seem to shake the shade Within his dreams, he sees the life he made Made The pain is deep A silent sleeper, you won't hear a peep, peep. The girl he wants don't seem to want him to It seems the feelings that she had her through Through Cause day and night the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At night Day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone, some things will never change The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night When the tempo slows up and creates that new, new He seems alive though he is feeling blue The sun is shining, man he's super cool cool. The lonely nights They fade away, he slips into his white nights He smokes a clip and then he's on the way to free his mind and searcher, to free his mind and searcher, to free his mind and searcher. Day and night, the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night. At night, day and night, the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone, some things will never change. The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night